everyone. So today I have a great pleasure to discuss with Ron Carter, who has developed the Dream Team coaching program, and he's helping coaches to attract the right can to the right clients. And um, he's also focused on uh, dream, believe, work, and achieve, because everything is about mindset and uh, marketing and personal development. So I really like to hear more from him. So how are you, Ron? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate taking time for these two, and um, you have so many ideas to share with us and so much information that I'm really keen to to find out. So about the um, your um, your coaching program, what's the Dream Team coaching program? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. I guess I could just uh, start off by giving you a little bit of backstory, you know, um, a little bit of, you know, who I am and kind of, you know, where, where I came from um, initially. Right. And, and what I mean by that is like, you know, any program, it doesn't just get developed out of the blue, like, well, at least any, any good one, right. They, They get developed, you know, because people are experiencing pains and struggles and, and they, learn how to solve them and want to bring that solution to others. And, you know, at first, you know, my initial pain and, and struggle that I was, you know, feeling when it came to getting in, involved in the online space and, um, and really starting a business was, was just my day-to-day life. That was my, my pain and struggle um, a few years ago. And I was, you know, working at this hospital as a housekeeper and, you know, kind of in one of those situations that I feel like a lot of people are in when it's like, you feel like no matter what you're doing, it's, there isn't enough. Like there's like, um, there's either not enough time or there's not enough, uh, money to be able to do what you want to do. Or, um, like I was in this position where I was working as a housekeeper at this hospital and I was really working like six days a week. So I was working like a day of overtime like just basically every Saturday and I was just to kind of keep up with ends meet. And, and I did that for a few years, you know, before finally like one day realizing like there's gotta be more like to this. Like I don't want, like I knew I didn't want another job. Like everybody that I worked, that I worked around, they were like referring me to other positions at the hospital. Like, Hey, you can like have this job over here or there's a position opened up in this department. And I looked around at everybody who was making those those moves, so to speak, like right inside of, you know, the same hospital building. But they're like kind of, it's almost like instead of looking for different jobs or different opportunities like in the world, they're just in this mm-hmm. little box, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw them and I saw how like not really happy like they looked, even like the people who had achieved good things in this work environment, right? And, and I'm like, this is, it's just not me. And, um, and I knew that, but I, I didn't know what was, you know, I, I didn't, I couldn't see any job out there that looked like it was exactly what I wanted. And, um, this was like, when I grew up, I didn't have any entrepreneurs like really in my life that I was aware of. At least I didn't know anybody who had started a business and thanks to the whole, you know, online space, uh, what was this? I think 2018, um, you know, I saw people, you know, selling physical products on online and, and I 
to get their paycheck. And, um, and so I immediately got interested. And at first, it was just out of my own selfish motivation, right? Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to change my life and, and, and change everything and, and not have to go to work anymore. And it, it had nothing to do with other people or serving others. And, um, you know, so I was selling these hiking and camping gear products. Uh, I, I figured out how to build a website just, like, from Googling or, and getting on YouTube and, uh, you know, learn how to put a funnel together, like, a process for people to buy uh, these items that, that I was basically selling from, from China. And uh, and that just progressed over time, you know, because I was doing that. And then, I, you know, I kept seeing things that looked a little bit more interesting. I feel like a lot of people who are just getting started in entrepreneurship are in the same boat that I was in, where I, I really had no idea what I wanted. I just, all I knew was what I didn't want. And it was what I had, you know, that's, that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was trying all these different things, um, to get to this end goal, but the end goal was blurry. Like I couldn't even see it. Right. And so what this led to was me trying all these different things that looked interesting. I would see other things that other people are achieving and think like, that looks like a, a good idea. I'll, I'll copy that and I'll model that. And, and maybe I'll get the same result. And I kept trying this, right? I was selling physical products. Then I, you know, then I was selling um, affiliate marketing programs. Uh, and for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's basically where you sell somebody else's product and you get a commission on it. So instead of getting the whole, you know, money from the sale, you just get a portion of it. But the benefit is you don't have to create the product because it's already made, so there's no customer service. There's none of that stuff because you're basically referring your customers to this other other business. And um, so that's what I was doing for a while, for a few years. And, and I learned the process of sales, um, you know, started learning more about social media and getting attention, and uh, but being able to monetize that attention, um, but not in the traditional way, not with like ads and stuff like that, but being able to find the specific person that we want to serve and give them the solution that they need. And, uh, and after a few years of that, you know, while still working the job, I was doing all this stuff. Um, I was doing the affiliate marketing thing, working the job. Um, I also had a, a podcast where I did, you know, almost 200 episodes, like within one year, I, I had this idea that if I just do more, then it's going to increase my results. Like if I just do more faster, like it would, that would, what would increase my results. And this is a common mistake that I see a lot of people making. Um, because like when I started that podcast, I did it because I wanted to grow the affiliate marketing business. And you know, that's what I had at the time, you know? And I thought the more, like if I start a podcast and that starts generating attention, then I can shift that attention over, you know, to my offer. And, and so I thought, well, why would I just start one podcast? Like I should start a podcast, a YouTube channel and a blog because they'll all get attention. This, this is what I was thinking, right? Thinking this is some shortcut and I'm like a genius and (laughs) and this is going to be awesome. And what ended up really happening was 
the few hours that I had every day to actually work on stuff and move forward because I was you know, working the job still. Yeah. Well, those few hours had got split into three different areas. So what really happened is I made a tiny bit of progress on each one of those areas every day instead of um, like if I would have just stuck with the affiliate marketing and, and st- or just stuck with what I was doing and, and stopped trying to add things on to make it faster, um, I would have actually gotten a, a lot more results in a, in a lot faster time. And, but I didn't realize any of this stuff when I was going through it, when I was doing it. it. It wasn't until like really getting a coach and like learning like the right process, you know, to, to sell things and, and get attention and, um, and reflecting on my actions. That's when I really was able to see it. And, and I was able to see that like most of us, well, all of us, you know, human beings, we all have a finite amount of energy, of attention uh, per day. Right? There's only so many, so much, so many things you can put your attention and your energy into in a 24-hour period. And most of us, we end up living our life in a way where we're putting 80% of our attention on the things that we know have nothing to do with our goal, whatever the goal is. Is that a fitness goal? If it's you know growing our business, growing a podcast. Um, like all these things that I tried, there's nothing wrong with those things, but there was something wrong with the way that I did them. And the thing that was wrong about how I was doing those things is I wasn't growing a podcast strictly because I enjoy podcasting and I want to grow my podcast. Right? I was growing it because it was a means to an end. It was like, well, if I grow this, then this other thing, business, will grow too. And this is what a lot of people do when they are trying to problem solve with a with an unfocused mind and it wasn't until really this year until just a a few months ago to be honest that i started to see that well i didn't get the results over those two years that i wanted because i was focusing on many many different things and even if they were all interconnected like you know my social media accounts and my email list and you know my offer that I had and my podcast, like yeah, they're all interconnected and kind of intertangled. But like the the real way, like if I want to just focus on growing the business, um, the best way to do that is just to put all my attention into finding my perfect customers and getting them on the phone and and selling them what I have and then working with them and. And here's the thing, a lot of people, they focus on, they focus on how they're going to get the thing that they want to do to, to grow really fast instead of just focusing on the thing they want to do. And, and I learned that by doing that, even, even when I did acquire customers, even when I did get customers for what I was selling, um, over the last couple of years, the amount of energy and the amount, um, the amount of time that I was able to put into each one of those customers, into each one of those clients to really help them get the results that they want was limited because I was doing all this other stuff. And the it's almost like a, a weird conundrum because when we are able to focus all of our energy 
or the energy that we really want into the, the people that we're serving, whether we're serving them through you know, selling them a physical product or, or whether we're serving them through coaching them and working with them. Uh, when we're able to put our all into them, well, they feel it. They know it. And when we're able to actually deliver on, on the, the transformation that our products or our services uh, provide, well, they become really happy customers. And really happy people tend to talk about the things that make them happy. That's just like a normal rule of the game. Um, you know, human beings, we, we share things that we really like with the other people in our life. And so, like, the, and it really kind of, like, almost hit me in the face when I realized this. And I was like, oh, like, if I actually just put all of my time and effort into making sure that the people I work with are actually getting the transformation that they want, then I don't even have to do any of this other stuff. Because, like, working with one client turns into working with two. And working with two turns into four, and then four into eight, and so on, and so on, and so on. Just from them talking with each other about the results that you bring them. And it's almost impossible to get that set up like that when we are focusing on uh, managing, you know, our website, our blog, uh, the podcast, the email list, multiple offers, different uh, social media stuff, and this is where I see a lot of people getting tripped up when it comes to starting something great. Like, um, one of my mentors, he, he says this a lot. He says, uh, like, if you look at Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, the actor, you look at his social media presence, it's yeah. terrible. He's like, do you ever see him on Facebook or Instagram or making funny videos or, or anything like that? No. It's like, no. Just no. about, like, yeah. climate change or something about that. Helping animals, or I see, but uh, rarely he focuses on the cause, on what's happening in the world, and that's that's a good thing, but not other stuff. Right. And, yeah. And and like with with that with that actor. Yeah. It's like the only thing that you see him him do that that's not like a meme or something that other people are making, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing you see him do is make a really really good movie you know that's what you see him do and and the reason why he's able to do that and like like johnny depp too and like all these other people that we that we all know of who are extremely good at what they do like even like sports players uh like star athletes and stuff usually they're really bad at all the other things and they don't even try to do them and we'll see amateur athletes people who just get drafted into the NBA or, or, or whatever, you know, doesn't matter what sport, but we'll see people who are just getting started and they really care about their social media account. They're on there every day. They really care about all the parties and prep con- press conferences and everything else, but the game that they're actually playing. And this is the same thing happening. It's like when athletes, uh, kind of like rise to greatness or when they when they arrive i should say at at the playing field that they want to play on and then they start thinking okay i need a website i need a pr you know a public relations person i need uh development deals with all these companies and i need to be on commercials and well that might be all fine fine and dandy and, and fun to do 
but it actually takes away their focus from the, from the main thing. You know, the main thing for them, like let's say it's basketball. Well, if you're doing all these other appearances, uh, I think actually Michael Jordan did this when he was playing. He was uh, you know, doing all these development deals and movies and all these other things, and, and he got worse at basketball during that time. And he noticed his he noticed his talent kind of go down because his focus was, was spread in all these many directions. Um, I like to think of it like a like if you draw a circle and then you have um, little like what one inch lines like spreading out from the circle, almost like the same way that people like to draw a sun, you know, with the little rays coming out in every direction. Well, if you think of that, and you think of that circle as you, like that's your focus. And each one of those lines is a different thing that you're doing. Well, if you were to take that focus and, and, and instead of putting it in all these different directions, if you were to able, if you're able to like take all those lines and then just stack them on top of each other instead, all going one direction, well, you see a massive change. You see, like instead of uh, instead of you know getting to this you know like one inch of progress, you'll see like twenty inches of progress. Right? It'll just be like a straight line if those are all laid over like you know end over end over end. And so this is what high performers would really do, even when it comes to business, when it comes to um, you know being an A-list actor or, or an all-star athlete. Is you know as they're developing their mind and their craft and their skills, they're also learning to say no to everything else because that's really what, what helps us develop. Um, I used to think it was checking the boxes or just doing the required tasks that I see other people doing. Like, okay, well, they built the funnel and they did this and they did that, so I just got to do those things too. But it's not that black and white. It's more like, you do it, you do those tasks, but then you like review, like, okay, what were the results that I got when I did those? What can I change to get better? And when we are so focused on doing all these different things, because we think the sum total is going to add up to what we actually want, well, we deprive ourselves of the time that we need to really be able to reflect and get better. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of like what uh, that's been like my main focus recently is my main focus is focusing. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I've been like really like actively listening to everything. Like it's so like because I've been doing the same. Like I'm trying, and even if I I feel guilty sometimes, like if I don't do something, like if I don't post something every day like i feel like oh i haven't done that i haven't done that i should do more and always more more instead of taking time to reflect as well so i think many people feel they are doing those things so instead of focusing in one aspect in one area we're trying to kind of go into everything and saying yes to so many things and we get just so caught in all these like projects and yeah, I, I totally agree. It's funny. It almost feels um, it almost feels impossible to do, right? It, it almost does. Like, and, and what I mean by that is like being able 
do the other things. Like, yeah. like just stopping. It's like, it almost feels like even if we want to do that, like, like it would, it would be impossible for us to let ourselves. Um, at least that's how I felt when I was so active, when I was like, go, go, go. And one thing that I, that I didn't realize is when I was like that, um, one thing that I was never doing is I, I didn't have like a daily routine and I didn't have, uh, you know, a list of, of things that I know that I need to do every day and, and the time that I plan on doing that. And so, uh, that was like the main, the main thing. And, and it feels like you know, it's hard to make a daily routine if you don't really know what your end goal is. You know, uh, like for me, like I know exactly where I want the business to be in a year and I know what I need to do each quarter, uh, you know, every three months to get it there. And so the quarter that we're in right now, I know what we, what I need to do over the, over these three months to be able to get to that goal. And so this month that we're in right now, I know what I need to do just this month to be able to get to that. And that's what's broken down into my daily routine. So when I look at, like I have a, I use a software called Trello. A lot of people use it for organizing, scheduling things. And um, I use that to map out my daily routine. And, and I know what I should be doing each day and at what time I should be doing them to be able to move forward. And it's funny because posting on social media is like, it, it's actually a part of my routine, but um, it's not something that I really struggle with anymore because like now, like I've, I've realized just to kind of give you guys like some value for anybody who is, you know, growing a business, like the most important thing first and foremost is, you know, your mindset and, and knowing that you're taking action from the right place. Like, uh, when I was taking action all over the place, it's because I had this almost feeling like, um, like I need to get these results. Like, like I need, like I have all this pain in my life and I'm doing this stuff so that I could, you know, get my business growing and, and then be able to change my life. And I would take all this action, but the way that I did it, it was almost like I was working in a flurry. Like I was like frantically just doing things. And, um, and even if I was doing those same things day by day, like the exact same thing, I still took the action from this, almost like this energetic space, like in my head, I'm like, oh, I gotta hurry up and do it. And, and that's how I was like doing everything. And over time, this leads to, you know, you growing a business that it's built off of, if you're taking action from that space every day, it's not going to be quality work. And, you know, the stuff that you do day in, day out is what builds, you know, what we have. So uh, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is, you know, work out and work out or work on my mindset and work out and um, do a little bit of meditation. But when I start working on the business, like the very first task of the day is literally finding the people that I know I can help, people that I'm looking to serve. Uh, most people do this the other way. They think that, you know, starting the business online, you know, the first thing you need to do in the morning is it's post and, and look to see who reacts to it and look to see, uh, you know, try to get sales from your post or from, you know, 
just something that you post in your group. And uh, I just take a different approach because, like, I do that too. But I look for the people that that are experiencing the problem I know that I solve. And then I, I add them. And those are the people that I add as friends. Uh, and I'll add, you know, 10 to 20 people, like, in the morning. Uh, that's, like, on Facebook or, or on, on LinkedIn. Um, I just really got started on LinkedIn. But so I add them. And then when they accept my request, then I start a conversation with them. I start talking with them. And um, so I have these things broken down into four different categories. And like the first one, finding the people. Um, I call that hunting because it's kind of like what you're doing. And, you know, to find these people, I go into groups that they're possibly in and, and you know, add those groups and then pin those groups, you know, at the top of my Facebook feed. So I always see them. And, uh, and once you go into the group, um, I just add the people. Like a lot of people think like, okay, you go into a group and then you post all these value posts, then you see who responds and then you add them. And it's like, uh, that's almost the same as starting a podcast to grow a business. It's like, well, if your goal is to connect with somebody, just connect with them. <laughs> and and it's, it seems so simple. But this is what people mean when they say that business is really simple. It's people that make it complicated. It's the way that we think. Because um, we think like, okay, if I'm going to add these clients, I got to show them that I know my stuff. And so I got to make this long post and, and, and then nobody engages on it. Right. And then we think, well, we got to figure out how to boost our engagement. But in reality, if you're in a group and you know that your ideal customers are there, you can just click on the members list of the group and see who's in there and, you know, add a few people you know, to your friends list from there. And, you know, and so that's like the first thing I do is I add people um, and I do that every day. And then I spend about half an hour uh, having a, a short chat with the people that I added, um, either the people that I just added or the people that I added yesterday um, because they, you know, responded to the request by then. And on that chat, I just... I see if they're like a good fit, kind of, because it's only so much that you can figure out just from a quick chat. But um, if it seems like they're a good fit for what I do, then I offer them to get on a 15-minute phone chat with me. And from there, like I see, that's when I ask like the right questions to see if I can truly help with what they're doing and what their goal is and, and all that stuff. And, and if it is a good fit, then I ask them if they want to get on uh, a strategy session. So that we can just dive dive deeper into what they're doing and and spend more time kind of analyzing what they've done so far and what's working and what isn't working. And if they say yes, we schedule it and, and that's it. And um, so, like this process, um, we schedule that strategy session and like whether it's the next day or the same day or if they have time right then, we can do it then. And uh, on that strategy session, that's where they go from an interested person I just connected with to paying client just with that one phone call. And the funny thing is, like, learning that skill, like, that is, like, the one business skill that has existed ever since telephones, right? Like, that's not going away. People connecting one-on-one, -on -one, talking, and, you know, being able to sell your services over the phone. 
regardless of what software comes out, regardless of, you know, what all the hype is, that's the one way that you're always going to be able to get a client, no matter what you're selling, because the process is the same. Um, and so that's like my main focus now. And it took me learning all these different strategies and all these different ways that people said that you need to grow your business online and, and trying all of them uh, to realize that they're not as effective as they seem. And, you know, I, I learned through doing these calls, though, that when we're on these calls, we're really, we're not even really pitching what we have. We're not really talking about what we have. It's almost like a, like a doctor's chat where you're getting all their pain and all their information and, and what they've been going through and, and where they want to go. And, and if it looks like I can help, then at the end, I prescribe my solution to them. And, and you know, that's where I give them the offer. And by doing it this way, a funny thing happens because, you know, what we do every day leads to our opportunities that we have tomorrow. Um, and so the more and more calls that I do, the more and more I get to understand the exact pain and the exact problems that the people I'm serving are experiencing. So it's, it's no longer, a, a, it's no longer guesswork. Like when I go to make a post on Facebook and I say something like, um, you're probably struggling with, uh, doing all these things. For example, what I've been talking about on this podcast, I learned that most of the people are struggling with doing all these different things, but they have one singular goal. I've learned that other people are experiencing that too from getting on the phone with them. Even though I knew that I experienced that, I didn't realize it was that big of a problem until getting on the phone with people and seeing that almost everybody is, uh, is doing that regardless of what their goal is. Um, they're trying like a great example of this that I'm sure a lot of like maybe uh, younger younger um, well everybody should relate to this um, whether they're young or not but like when I was in high school like if I saw a, a girl that I liked right um, and I wanted to go out with her instead of just asking what I would do is think okay um, like I, I don't want to like look like an idiot, so I got to make sure that that she likes me. So, um, like girls, like when I was in high school, like they they like um, you know guys on the football team, and they like uh, you know athletic guys who are like skateboarding and like are really cool. So I'm gonna go do all those things, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go join the football team, start working out, um, start skateboarding every day. And, and get an awesome car because then, like, then she's going to like me. And when I do ask, maybe she'll even come ask me out. And, like, this is how most people think. They, they know what they want, but they decide to do something else thinking that it will get them to where they want to go. And in, the rea in reality, it's just way easier to go over there and just ask, like, hey, like, you want to go out sometime? And instead of do all the football team, buy the car, start skateboarding, stuff um you know then you get your answer really quick it's either yes mm -hmm. or no and and it's okay um this seems really simple right when we put it into terms like that but that's really what most people are doing with their big goals as well that they have 
Definitely. It's been so interesting. I, I took some notes as well and I really liked your um, your analogy with the doctor's appointment and uh, how you focus on the on the clients, like pain points and and the last example with like asking to go out. It's exactly what we do. We, we tend to overcomplicate so many things instead of keeping it simple. But uh, it's right. I think in the main, the first conversation we have with someone, it's about letting them talk as much as possible. I saw something like 80% they talk and then we talk less. And then when it comes to the presentation, then then we can present our service, our products or whatever we want to, our solution, which uh, we can present. But yeah, it's, it's so great that you make it out so like simple and that's your daily routine. It's so easy to implement. So I'll start to do that from from today, actually, from tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I'll definitely do the same yeah it's it really it really really helps with with your focus it, it's so crazy how how much it really helps like with that routine that i just described of like connecting with people and then getting on that 15 minute chat and then scheduling that strategy session like the only reason those are in my routine is because i know that you know, doing those things is what will grow my business, like for sure. You know, um, it's not hit or miss. It's not a matter of I need to have a thousand people like click on my website so I can see if the website's working right. Like what most people do is, you know, when they choose to do something else to get the goal that they really want, they don't see it, but they're actually putting obstacles in their way. It's like the goal is right here in front of them. And they're deciding, well, I got to do this other thing first. And that, that's a, the very definition of an obstacle, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, doing those strategy sessions, that's what I know is going to grow my business. But, like, if I needed to uh, be an all-star track and field runner, if that's what my goal was, you know, to, to overtake Usain Bolt, right, to, to be the world champion of running, well, my daily routine better start off with me getting out of bed, going <laughs> running. You know, yeah. that's anything else. It's not going to do it. Um, and so even after I do those calls and stuff, though, like by the time I usually get done um, connecting with people and messaging with people, uh, it's around 8 in the morning by the time I get done with that. And then I, uh, I wake up really early. Um, just so I can do this stuff without being messaged by anybody else or, you know, I can just do it in a, in solitude almost and make sure I get it done. And after I've had those chats with the people that I've connected with, um, you know, I'm talking about just chats and messenger asking for that 15 minute call. Um, that's when I make my post for the day. Like after I do that stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I've connected with new people, brought some new leads in. Now I can make my Facebook post. And the reason why I do that is because at the same time, you know, I'm connecting with these people, but they may not want to get on a chat right away. They may be in the middle of some other strategy that they're doing or, or they're just not in enough pain with their, with their business to want to try something new yet. And so it doesn't mean that they won't be um, a, a good client later on. So uh, by me just posting daily, a little bit about what I do or about you know, my life or about other clients' results. Uh, that's like, it's almost like farming. Like the way that I look at these, 
various different things is, you know, I do the hunting right away. And that's where I find the right groups and the right people and connect with them. And then I do advancing. And that's where it's almost like, okay, I found, it seems like a bad analogy, but it's <laughs> almost like, okay, I found the, the prey that I'm hunting. And, and now I'm like, kind of like creeping up on them a little bit. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and that's just where I'm messaging for like a 15 minute chat. And then the, the other thing I do is farming. And that's where I'm making the posts. And just like when you're farming, you have to do a lot of work for a while and then you get a return later, right? Um, you get the yield or the harvest um, in a certain season. And so farming, that's where I'm just making my content. That's where I make my posts for my Facebook profile for my group um, and, and email my email list as well. And, and I was almost hesitant of even bringing the email list up because like they're a part of business, right? Like you end up having, you end up having an email list every time you get a sale, like you're going to get that mm -hmm. person's email along with their credit card info and stuff. Um, but a lot of people feel like a lot of people put building their email list in front of them as their obstacle. They think like, okay, like for me to get sales, I have to have an email list. I have to email them every day. And so I have to have a bunch of people on my list. And so now all these other goals have just popped up. It's like, okay, well, how do I get all these other people on the list? I got to do this, this, and that to do that. And then I have to do X, Y, and Z to do this. And then after I go through this whole maze of stuff, then I'll get the result. And like with this method of getting people on the phone this way, well, you don't have to do any of that because like when they, when they buy, when they say yes, you know, they buy right there on the phone. So you don't have to send them a link to anything. <laughs> it's like, there's no funnel, uh, that they need, you know, um, actually like when they buy on the phone, I pull up the page on, on my screen and ask them for their information and I enter it in. And so by the time the phone or by the time the strategy session is over with, um, you know, they've already purchased and that, so I don't need to worry about getting thousands and thousands of emails and then, and then trying to sell them. And that's like another thing that a lot of people are, are doing. Um, so, but anyways, it's, you know, hunting, advancing, farming, and closing. And closing is actually doing, doing the calls that are generated. And I've noticed after making those four things the most important part of my day, like results started coming in within a matter of days, like not weeks or months or three months later, like days. Um, within within five days of starting to do this, I had my first like high ticket sale. Um, and I was like, wow. I mean, of course I had training and I have a mentor that taught me how to do calls and how to do all this stuff. Um, but it's something that I didn't even see as a possibility until I let go of all the other things that my focus was, was being sucked up in. And, uh, and yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier to be able to, to be able to grow what we're doing. Um, when, we're able to just block out everything else that isn't that. And here's the thing about it. A lot of people are scared to do that. Like, like for example, like I deleted all my apps from my phone. Um, the only apps that I have on my phone are, um, 
have a handful, and that's the ones that I can't delete, <laughs> you know, from my <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. And but I deleted all of them because I saw that I picked my phone up like 50 times a day, and I'd spent like hours and hours and hours on the phone, and I used that as a uh, as an excuse. I thought, well, I'm doing business stuff, so it's okay. But when I look at most of my time on the phone, it was really spent like mindlessly scrolling through feeds, right? Um, through like Facebook feeds, Instagram mm-hmm. feeds, and 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 I realized like, well, I can get access to all the same information from my computer. Um, I'm not working at the day job anymore, so like it's not like I have to do business on the go. That was my excuse before. Like, well, I'm at work and I want to respond to these people, so. Um, but now it's like, well, I'm just at home and I can be at the computer at any time I choose. So, um, me using my phone for all this stuff was actually taking away from my attention and my focus. And it's the little things that really add up. A lot of us think that it's the big things that we're putting our focus on. Like we think that if we can just be more productive in this one hour that we spend on our business, then everything is going to work out but then we're not willing to change any of the other 23 hours out of the day. And, and the real way to be more productive with one thing that we're doing is to take that productivity from something else that we're doing, you know? Um, so, yeah. And especially like in the morning, if we don't set up a clear routine for the day, like, when we start up with all the energy, like if we start like scrolling and in the news feed straight away or something else, like we start to lose the energy so like quick, and then later we find out that we don't even have too much time to focus or we are already tired, and then we start like procrastinating for tomorrow or tomorrow. So yeah, it's definitely a good thing to realize how much time we spend on the phone by just scrolling things. Yeah, uh, 100%. It's, it's so funny when you really start to notice this. But the way that we start our day, it, it literally dictates, like, subconsciously, like, the way that we do the rest of the day. Like, just like you said, you start off scrolling. Like, I, I used to wake up, roll over, reach for my phone, and start scrolling. Before I even got out of bed, <laughs> that's what I was doing. <laughs> And, uh, and I would say, like, things to myself, like, well, you know, I got notifications when I was sleeping, so I got to reply to them. I got to reply to these comments. I have to do this. I have to. And, like, not really. <laughs> like, I don't have to, like, right then, like, the moment that I wake up. Yeah. Like, uh, and if we start our day like this, well, when I start my day like this, my whole day ends up being like it. My day is filled with mindless scrolling um, or or um, just not doing what I know I need to do. So like now when I wake up, the first thing that I do is read my, my mindset journal and it's what helps me. It's what helps me. What's the best way to put this? It helps me remember who I'm becoming and I say this because if if a lot of you hear these like focus tips, like to any of the listeners, if you hear these tips on like focusing and 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 on how to 
just put all your attention on the one thing that you want to do and that's it you'll notice you'll notice if you sit down to like work on something for a few hours and you usually only do for 15 minutes or so and you're trying to block the rest of the stuff out you'll have this pull like it almost feels like this internal pull that's pulling you away from the stuff that you actually really want to do and it's trying to get you to slide back into that routine that you had before because we all have routines you know like my routine used to be waking up and scrolling on social media immediately <laughs> like that was the routine even though I didn't build it like that on purpose mine and, still is so I really need to change that oh. <laughs> right it's, it's, it's just uh, you know our routines are built up you know with the actions that we take every day and I, I noticed that who we are is exactly who we have designed ourselves to be and whether we know it or not and a lot of this stems from our belief like our belief in ourself and our belief in what's possible for us not, not what's possible for other people and what we see other people doing but what's actually possible for us and and what we believe and um and this belief gets built from our daily thoughts like if we think like oh there's no way i can get to a million dollars if you say that to yourself over and over again well then you actually start to believe it and then when you see other people like giving you suggestions for what you can do you, you start to reject those suggestions you think like oh like i'm not there yet or like i need to make more progress before i can start doing that you, you'll say whatever to to not take that opportunity and um That's just like one example, but you know what we believe about ourselves, how we see ourselves, and you know in our minds, and and how we talk to ourselves with our thoughts, is um, is really what builds the idea of who we are. And and I say this because, like, really, like if I were to ask you, who are you, right? Like, like, what would you say if I asked you, who are you? I'm trying to figure it out, like, what I want. I've been, like, I before I would say, like, I have always, like, a like a student mindset, so I like to learn, learn, and now I'm just trying to, to implement, so... I have so many answers, I can't focus on one, I think. I can't make right. it simple. So my mind gets, like, really, like, too, too many things. Right. That's usually that's usually what happens. It's like if you ask yeah. that question, who are you? The mind just starts spinning, thinking of like which option I can pick. Like, am <laughs> I this dude? And but usually what we end up thinking of is things that we like, right? Things that we either like or that we like doing. And then mm -hmm. we say that's who I am. People will say like, oh, I'm a business coach. I'm a success coach. Um, you know, I help transforming other people into who they know they were meant to become like there's all these different things that you can fill in the blank with um but those are just things that we really like to do those are like actions that we like or and and so this is what i mean by this like your belief of who you are like if you believe that um like for example i used to believe this is my solid what my solid belief was like solidified there's no way that you could convince me otherwise this is it this is who i am and, and i believed that i was 
a housekeeper at a hospital who is grinding every day to eventually be able to build their business and live the life they want, right? This is who I believe that I was. So much so that um, I've seen like old, you know, Facebook messages, like I scrolled through them like from over a year ago and people would ask me like, hey, what's going on? Thanks for connecting. What do you do? And I would share all of that. I would be like, actually, I'm a housekeeper at a hospital, um, but I do this stuff in the evening. And by me doing that, right, by me thinking that and believing that about myself, um, the life that I created, like subconsciously, because most of our actions are coming from the subconscious. Most of the decisions that we make, we've already decided to make them seven seconds before we're even aware of the thought. Um, and so most of the time we feel stuck. We feel like we're doing all these other things and it's not really working. And it's really like our subconscious is, is sabotaging us from growing because, and the reason why I would do that is because we already believe that we are just exactly who we are right now. And if you're, if you're going to grow, and do all these things and start to become a different person, well, it, it's not in alignment with your belief of who you are. And so most of the time when people can't get results with, with anything, whether it's in athletics, business, um, you know, whether they've you know, built their funnel and, and they've taken all the direction that somebody's given them um, and they haven't gotten results, whether it's, you know, doing crypto stuff. I don't know too much about crypto, but whether it's, you know, learning how to mine uh, Bitcoin and for some reason they just can't get it to work like they see everybody else, um, you know, doing. Most of the time it's because they believe that they can't or they believe that it's hard for them or they believe that uh, basically they, they are reaffirming to themselves that they can't do it. And so, like, while I was believing that I was a housekeeper that is trying to grow my business, well, when I look back at those two years, that is the exact experience that I got. I believed that I was a housekeeper that was grinding every day, trying to quit his day job, and I got the experience of being a housekeeper who was grinding every single day and trying to quit my job. And, and the important part about this is what all of that really means is that I haven't been able to do it. <laughs> That's what it means. It means that like I'm trying to quit my job, which means I'm still working and I'm just somebody who's working really, really hard and is, and is not happy with where they're at right now. That's what all of that really means. And, that's the exact experience that I ended up creating for myself. Um, and it wasn't until I started changing who I'm becoming. Cause it wasn't until I started until I realized that we're, none of us are static. Nothing in this, in this world is static. It's always moving, evolving, changing, you know, flowing. And with that, so are we store we and so we're always becoming something you know we're, we're always um, either growing or, or going backwards and there's no religious thing still and so I started mapping out exactly who I want to become I thought okay I have 
these lofty goals, um, you know, to grow my business, you know, to multiple seven figures. Um, and like I have, a, now I actually have a plan in place for it, but back then it was just like a dream. Right. And, um, you know, wanted to grow to multiple seven figures, impact a bunch of people and, and really be the change that I want to see in the world. And I would be thinking this while I'm at my job or my old job, um, you know, doing housekeeping stuff. And when I looked at the traits, the behavior traits that I had, and I looked at the goal that, that I wanted, they were totally misaligned. It's like, well, the person, like, like when you think of these lofty goals and you think of, okay, like, let's say in a year, I actually do get to seven figures, right? Let's say by June 2021, I actually do get there. I know that the person that I would be after achieving that goal would not look like the same person that I am now. Like, they're like, I'm going to grow, you know, I'm going to react to things differently, probably. I'll probably have different priorities, different things that I think are more important than others, and different ways that I act or interact with other people. And the real hack to being able to change your life is by mapping out exactly what you want and then looking like, okay, um, do I matched up with the person that could actually achieve that? And if you're being honest with yourself, the answer is always no, because if you did, then you would, you would have achieved that. (laughs) Um, And so like, here's, here's the thing. Most people are trying to get to this lofty place or this lofty goal through taking different actions. But the real trick is to change into the person who takes those actions effortlessly. That's the trick. And so a lot of people say to map out your vision. They say to map out exactly what you want to happen. But um, I add an addendum on there. And I say, instead of just mapping that stuff out, that stuff is great too. Like you need that. You need to know where you're going. But you also need to know who you need to become exactly to be able to do all that stuff. And so every day, um, before I even start doing like my work on Facebook or on uh, you know connecting with people, um, I read my vision and my goals, but I also remind myself of who I need to become. And uh, I'll share a little bit with you. Um, let me just pull up this file real quick because um, I realize that this is audio and probably be better if I could read off, give you some examples of, of what I mean. Yeah. Okay, all right. Five minutes in this episode, but then we can start out in another episode. I have like 60 minutes per episode. Okay, yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah, but I really like that uh, to become like who we want to be. Because I, I enjoy like at uni, I learned about uh, this concept like presencing. So it's like uh, thinking of yourself from in the future and then feel it that way in the present. It's like sensing in the present. It's something. It's really interesting. It's a book by Otto Scharmer. I can, I can send you like the, the summary. You know? it, but it's exactly what you described. Like starting to to feel like the person who you want to become, and then just take actions from that place. Yes, that that is the secret. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like a lot of people probably hear the story of me quitting my job, right? And they probably think that um, I like made uh, a bunch of money and then I was able to like quit very comfortably, right? And it wasn't the case. Like I made some money, yeah, like, but it, it, I didn't make enough to be able to just quit comfortably. But what had happened was one day, just one day from, from doing this practice every morning and reminding myself of who I actually want to be when I start my day, um, it ingrained it into my subconscious. And one day I was at work and I was looking around and I realized like, like, you know, I was working, you know, as a housekeeper, but I was delivering different linen, like pajamas and fresh linen to the different wards in the hospital. And I looked around and I thought, billionaire Ron does not do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, billionaire Ron does not, would never ever do this. Like, even if he was getting paid 10 times as much, like the, the hour, like, and, and, and that's it, right? I realized that and that was my last day at work. And, uh, and a lot of people probably hear that and they're like, what? Like, that's insane. But <laughs> they're not, um, you know, I already had my schedule. It's not like I just started learning business the next day, right? Like I'd been mm-hmm. doing it for a few years and, and I realized that it was just time for me to actually fully commit and dedicate my life to what I'm doing. And the way to do that is, is to simply do that, you know, like, and stop doing all the other things. And, um, and the day job was a part of that. But when we focus on who we want to become like that, those decisions come easy. Like I didn't have to think about it. It wasn't something that I did over and over again. It was like a, like I got pulled that way almost. Yeah, like the same. Like I was working while I was studying. Uh, I was working in retail, so I was just doing like the same job every day. Like basically just putting items on the shelf and stocking and uh, scanning items, you know, like the checkout and t- t- asking the same questions every day. It's changing, you know, like the change. It, it at the time it was like I'm not challenged. I don't feel, and I also I looked like the same you said. I looked like, uh, do I want to get like a higher position or something? But it wasn't my field. I didn't feel like I I don't want to stay in there. So that's why I continue to do my education and further. And now I'm doing recruitment. So at least it's something else more different, and it, it challenges me. So I think it's also good to always look for different challenges and to not be afraid to to make a change and to not get stuck in a place. Yeah, absolutely. The beauty, the beauty of life is in the variations. It's in the changes. You know, we take these changes and like without me quitting the job, I wouldn't have figured out how to optimize my life. Like, the deleting the apps off the phone and all that other stuff happened after I quit the job. Because at first, it's like my attention was going into all these big areas, like a bunch of attention into work, a bunch of attention into transportation to get there, and then, you know, 